It's Cecilia. And Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out. Or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. Rebecca Black. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get that one. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. (laughs) All right, guys, we're just jumping right in here. It's super early, per usual. Obviously, Megan said it's Wednesday. I am moving today. She is. So the fact that she's still recording this just proves how much she really loves you guys. <laughs> and I can edit on the car ride, which is really nice. True. So I figured, okay, we, we can do this. We can yeah. make this happen. We can commit to this weekly. Yeah. So Megan, what's your freaking heck yes? My heck yes was, well, actually is going to be a weekend with no dogs. It's our anniversary what? this weekend. We've been married for a year this weekend. Dude. And I have no friends to ask to dog sit our dogs. And so I was like, whatever, we're just gonna have to bring them with us. Like, not a big deal. We we bought the dogs, we committed to the dogs. They're like our children now. We have to take care of them, whatever. And Avery was like, let me ask a buddy of mine at work if he'll stay at our house while we're gone. And he was like, Yeah, no problem. And I was like, You're kidding. Like I wanted to go hug his friend, right? <laughs> Wait, was this friend single? No. Oh, I was going to say, heck yes to single men that don't have kids and want to watch people's dogs for free. (laughs) No, he has his own small child and a baby. Or he has a baby and a dog already of his own. So he's like, whatever. So he's getting away for the weekend as well. Sort of. He's been living in the office because he's on his way out of here. And so his wife and baby already left and he's just been living in the office. And so he's like, heck yes to a couch and a stove and a bed. (laughs) So he's getting that. And then we're going to leave him some alcohol because that's what you do for Marines, right? And then then we are going to get the crap out of here without Where are you going? Just Santa Fe. (laughs) (laughs) Literally an hour away. We're in this like weird tight budget thing. And so I really was convinced that we weren't going to really do anything, which is like so sad because we never really went on a honeymoon either. <laughs> um, our life is a honeymoon. Okay. We, we just shut up. <laughs> Cancun what? versus that BS tagline. All right, I know. I, Cancun. I know. I know. But I was like, oh, like, it's okay. Like, we won't do it. We can just, like, go out to dinner or something. And Avery was like, babe, we're going to do something. And I'm typically the one that's like, we're doing all the things. <laughs> so I was really pumped when he said that and got us a dog sitter. So that's my heck guess. All in one. I know. All of it. <laughs> What's your heck guess? Okay. My heck yes is a very, you know, some people, this might be their lifestyle. Other people may be wondering what the heck it was this whole time. A duvet. D-U-V-E-T, okay? Not a duvet, a duvet. Have you never had one? No, no, I have one. Okay, good. You cannot go back once you have one. No, there's no other 
<laughs> there's no there's no other option <laughs> if you do not know what this is it is like the heavy fluffy comforter that just is like has this cooling technology mm-hmm. and will just completely feel like you are laying on a cloud and that you have someone cuddling on top of you at all times <laughs> but not and, in a suffocating way and just like right. like nice weighted comfort like it's not right. it's not like get the heck off of me i want to go to bed now <laughs> no a duvet will change your life they are expensive because you have to buy the insert a lot mm-hmm. of people don't know this maybe you didn't grow up with the duvet it's like so you buy the duvet sheet cool 30 bucks that's just the topper yeah you have to buy the 300 dollars <laughs> insert <laughs> yeah you have to buy the cloud <laughs> But but that is reusable. You'll be able to use that, you know, as much as a mattress. But duvets, because yeah. I'm gonna buy a queen. I have a, I have a full duvet at home, okay. and then I have a queen duvet here in LA. But then I want to buy, <laughs> but I want to buy a queen bed. So then I'm gonna have a queen duvet. Have, and then just hold on to your other ones so that when you have all your children in your near future they'll all have duvets and be bougie everyone gets a duvet everyone gets a duvet you get a duvet you get a duvet <laughs> no man left behind Cecilia <laughs> duvet pappas we already know where, <laughs> where this is going huh? oh my gosh Oh my gosh. Oh, so you yeah, gotta say no. you gotta say your heck no before I say my heck no or maybe do I say okay. mine first because yours is more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I'll do okay. mine. We'll end with some story. tragedy. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Heck no. This just sounds so ridiculous. Heck no to cold brew. Megan, I know you can't relate. You're not a coffee gal. I don't like coffee. But let me just explain myself. Cold brew looks cool. It, it, it sounds artsy. cool. You feel hip. You feel like you should have a gauge in your ear, but also <laughs> a cute heel. Um, just cold brew is, is sounds bougie. Sounds cool. Anyways, you go to Starbucks. I get a you know um, a, a vanilla cream cold brew. I don't really know what that is, but sounds good. I've gotten it before. It's fine. I forget every time I get a cold brew. I forget how a cold brew affects me. Oh, it no. affects me in this like drastic, weird. So at first I get the sugar. So the sugar affects me. And then like five to six hours later, the caffeine affects me. Dang. And I will be up all night, all night. And I will forget to eat because the cold brew fills you up. Oh gosh. And so you're like not hungry. And especially in LA, I have no food. So if I'm not hungry, I'm not going to like get food because I, you know what I mean? Like it's not just, it's not accessible. (laughs) I have goldfish (laughs) and and pita chips. So (laughs) very life sustaining diet over there. (laughs) Oh, also I I bought um, s'mores pop tarts because those are the best. The chocolate fudge ones are the best because the stop yourself. No, dude, the s'mores ones have like the crust isn't chocolate. The crust needs to be chocolate. Oh yeah, the crust is just But it's that's the whole plain. point. The gram. The gram. It's it's Yeah, uh, but no one but parallel. no one says, Oh, the gram is the best part of a s'more. They say the marshmallow or the Hershey's the best part of the s'more. That's true. Yep. 
now you're rethinking your life decisions. Yeah. <laughs> rethinking a little bit, to be honest. Okay, but Pop-Tarts, can we just get off topic for a little, little sec? Yes. Um, strawberry Pop-Tarts put in the toaster, Ew. warmed up with butter on top, will be Ew. the best thing on earth. Oh my gosh! You started with strawberry Pop-Tarts, then you warmed them up, so now they're jello-y, and then you put butter on top of them? That's freaking nasty. Dude, a pop tart, pop toaster, the tart. I don't think that's how that goes. I think you're trying to connect the. T- I think the pop is the part of the toaster because they pop up, and the tart is the fact that it's a freaking bread thing. <laughs> the tart is toaster, Megan. <laughs> No, I realized no, you I realized keep your that while I was saying it. <laughs> you keep your s'mores and strawberry pop tarts to yourself. Ew, strawberry ones are the worst. That's like when you people would buy like the box that has the strawberry and the cinnamon ones, and you're like, "Can I get some chocolate?" Like it's, it's <laughs> disgusting. Okay, okay, but brown sugar ones are good too. Ew, and if no. you put those in the toaster and put butter on top. Ew! <laughs> Megan, you've never tried a buttered Pop-Tart? No. I cannot believe I'm this. I'm not trying when to I see you, either. No, I'm not doing when it. When I see you next weekend, <laughs> I'm I'm literally making you try this. Oh, you're going to make me breakfast. Pop-Tarts with butter on them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to serve. Wow, you're just the best. <laughs> Holy crap, that's disgusting. <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> Okay, but anyways, this cold brew situation, I will be sitting down and I will seriously not be able to have silence because I feel like this anxiety taking over my body after five hours post cold brew, post post CB, okay? (laughs) And so I'll have to put on a podcast or I started listening to our own podcast. I was like (laughs) seriously going crazy. (laughs) Is this me? This is me talking. Oh my gosh. I'm funny. I'm suddenly funnier than I thought. (laughs) I'm like, I can't do this cold brew situation anymore. I'm going to have to go to that chocolatey chip frappuccino. (laughs) Dude, that thing's good. I'm telling you. And there's no caffeine in it. It's just like, it's just chocolate. It's just chocolate milk, frozen chocolate yeah. milk with chocolate chips. It's amazing. But here's the thing. If I wanted a milkshake, <sighs> shut up. I would get a I would I would get a McDonald's milkshake. No, no, not the same. You would get an Oreo one from Chick-fil-A. Oh, I've actually never had um any milkshake from Chick-fil-A. Okay, so you can quote unquote serve me breakfast and then we'll go and get real food from Chick-fil-A and you'll try a milkshake. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> we eat healthy around here I know Honestly, I don't know how I'm, I didn't grow up with like healthy food a really? ton like <laughs> we would have you know a homemade meal but during the day homeschooled it's like we were eating those freezer popsicle things at like 6 a.m because it was yep, just juicy bagel bites we'd have bagel bites all the time my mom would pop those in and we were like best day ever lunch is served <laughs> like the most sugary cereal yeah. hostess cakes like oh gross no yeah, I have no idea how I'm not obese, so. <laughs> I'm a survivor. <laughs> I'm a believer. <laughs> All right, Megan. Okay, okay. All right. everyone get serious. Uh, my heck no was, so I've, I've joked about, like, when someone asks me how I like New Mexico, I say two things. I say, one, have you ever been to New Mexico? Most of the time it's no. 
And sometimes... The only thing I think of, not sorry not to interrupt you, but High School Musical was in New Mexico. And so you think of New Mexico but... as in Troy Bolton. No, yeah, well, you shouldn't. So, and people typically say, like, no, or I've driven through New Mexico, which means no. You, you just drove through it. There was no stopping because there was no point to stop. Or I ask them, have you seen Breaking Bad? If you've seen Breaking Bad, then you've seen the whole thing. If you haven't seen Breaking Bad, it's okay. It's not the best moral movie or show or whatever. But in short, there's just a lot of drugs. There's a lot of shooting. There's a lot of gangs. There's a lot of, like, it's just not safe. So knowing those two things, New Mexico is always kind of like Avery and I will fall asleep hearing a gunshot or two outside the window. I have heard, but they're kind of in the distance. They've always been in the distance. Yesterday or two days ago, 2 a.m., actually right before bed at 11, Avery jumps out of bed, grabs his gun and runs downstairs. I'm like, what's going on? And he comes back upstairs and he's like, I just heard a loud bang. Like, I thought it sounded like a door. Someone was coming in or something. And I was like, isn't everything locked? And he was like, well, Wait, why was this gun downstairs? It wasn't. It's it's upstairs. He jumped out oh, of okay. bed, grabbed it from the door upstairs. Um, And he was like, I thought I heard someone. No one's in the house, but one of the doors is unlocked. So I just had to check. I was like, okay, so like cue that for like right before bedtime. Right. We fall asleep. We wake up at 2 a.m. to what I instantly tried to convince myself was just wind because it gets crazy windy out here because we're right at the foot of the mountains. And so I was like, oh, it's just wind. Like our screen is banging against the window or whatever, like something's going on. He was like, no, baby, I think that was gunshots. And literally two seconds later, a whole round of gunshots went off. It sounded like the person was down in the street below us. We're in a two-story house. Avery and I are like peeking out of our curtain trying to see the person because that's how close it felt like it was. And then five seconds later, another round of gunshots went off. And I was like, this is not happening. Like, (laughs) I can do the occasional gunshot in the distance. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I know we kind of are surrounded. Base is surrounded by like a sketchy area. No issue. But I literally was like, on base. someone either has gotten on base, is right up against the fence, what, a couple hundred yards away from us and shooting onto base. Like something is happening. Like we're going to wake up. There's going to be bullet holes in our car. So there's going to be a fatality. Like something, it was so close and so Can loud. Can you text the neighbor? Well, so the next day I went onto like the Facebook base pages or whatever, and everyone was talking about it. Apparently someone's house a couple houses down from ours, um, still along the fence that connects to the outside local world, (laughs) got hit with a bullet. Like it wasn't just someone making noise. It wasn't just whatever. Like it was exactly what we thought it was. Um, And someone's house got hit. So in order for someone's house to get hit, someone has to be kind of firing in that direction, which is terrifying. Um, They could have been off of base, but firing on the base. Yeah, because it's just a chain link fence with barbed wire on top. So you can get yeah. through that if you want. Um, so yeah, that's my absolute heck no. I have literally lived all over the world and have never experienced that before. So I want to be like, um, can we use this as reason to move? Because I didn't sign up for a war zone in deployments. My husband did. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> like uh, this is Nature not part of pause. They need to not have, they need to have an actual fence. Well, it needs that to be would like be the change. Wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If Chaz can build a wall, you can build a wall, right? <laughs> it's not working out so well for them. So <laughs> that's but so yeah, crazy. Yeah. Well, 
thank goodness you feel safer with in and especially like you guys can tell like since Avery is in the military and often uses guns like you can tell how far gunshot is yeah yeah and that's why Avery was like we were talking about it yesterday um and he was like I was expecting to see someone down on the street below us with a gun like shooting like just some psycho either someone in the military has PTSD that wasn't diagnosed well or something like that because that happens there it's a freak accident when it does but it happens or a local because locals have gotten onto base before like a hobo or something has gotten onto base before so and and then we were like okay so like the sirens are going to start going off soon right like people everyone's hearing this like they're gonna come check it out right and we never saw anything and we're like okay that's good that's fine my gosh, at least you didn't have dogs outside or something. Oh, I know. And they typically, when Avery ran downstairs to check, um, like, what was going on to turn the lights off in our house and stuff, they typically, the dogs would typically run downstairs with him, but they were both so scared. They jumped up in bed with me, and I was like, this is terrifying. Like, when the dogs are yeah, like, like, normal. fireworks, you know. thunder, gunshots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My life is at risk. Dude, yeah. that's not cool. No, it was not not a fun time to be alive. <laughs> But I am alive. That's fun. So I'm <sighs> so excited to leave. I know. I am, but I know. Yours is sketchier. Well, I'll see it. Uh, well, and that's the that's the terrible thing. I shared it on my story, and then instantly thought we have friends coming out next weekend who now all don't want to come. Uh, we have a doula who's I'm probably like, uh, should I buy a gun before I get out there? <laughs> we have family coming to see baby who's probably like. Um, no we'll see you at Christmas like (laughs) so yeah Uh, no baby's worth it of course baby's worth it but yeah that's it's not cool they should definitely there needs to be like a plan of action for that so absolutely at least everyone has a gun but still yeah yeah still 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 all right well moving on (laughs) moving on (laughs) so I have a story so Megan and I try not to talk like we talk during the week, but we try not to like share stories right. until we do the podcast so that we can have genuine reaction <laughs> and also like genuinely catch up. Yeah. So sorry, I just need to like, get this cough out of my throat because the story is like, oh, it's so cringy. Oh, no. <laughs> As you know. I was packing late last night. I was finishing up like one of my final exams because I took summer classes. I work full time. So I was like packing at night and I get done packing at like 11 and I think I'm going to go to the beach today because I took off all day um, before I like leave tonight. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, hey, you got to shave my legs, like going to take a shower. So I'm like, okay, it's 11 o'clock. I'm going to hop in the shower and it's like dorm style living. So I go down the hall, close the bathroom door, get in the shower stall, close that door, turn on my phone, some music, then close the shower door, turn on the shower. So I'm like, okay, the music is fine. There's, if someone can hear it, there's their door, the hallway, the bathroom door, the stall door and the shower door. That's five doors in shower noise. There's absolutely no way no one can hear this music. Yeah. Like, 12 minutes into the shower, midst of shaving my legs, I get a knock on the the stall door. 
and I'm like trying to I can't hear because my music's playing and right. I'm like trying to turn off the shower put down this razor so I like I'm like had to bend down open up the stall door to turn off my music I look up and there's a nun just staring at me I'm like, oh my god where are the boundaries right now <laughs> I'm like the head sister has no boundaries. I'm like you literally just saw my entire body and I'm squatting down like a weirdo. And she's like, I was coming in here and the music was dead. I was like, oh, sorry, you could hear it. And I don't know if she like actually checks everything before she goes to bed or if she just was walking past and it was actually loud. So I was like, oh shoot. Yeah. People are trying to sleep. Yeah. So, like, I appreciated her telling me, but, like, dude, what yeah. the heck? Like, <laughs> you can't just walk in, in my shower. It's <laughs> like, I own this place. Turn your music off. <laughs> I was like, I cannot wait to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so weird. funny. And I felt so awkward. And now I have to see her today because she has to, like, check my room out. Oh, and I'm going to be like, gosh. And like, yeah. Hey, remember when you, like, saw me naked last night? Me too. <laughs> it was two good times. Bye. <laughs> and there was a time where I came back from a trip and she was like, oh, yeah, I was in your room. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, what? Why are you in my room? I know. I was like, this is so strange. That's like, super weird. I get if I was staying there for free, but like I pay eight hundred dollars a month, right? So it should be your right, right? So yeah. Yeah. Anywho, that was uh, quite an adventure. Good thing it happened right at the end of your trip, though. (laughs) I know. So awkward. (laughs) (laughs) But what we decided for our topic today was something that like we haven't. It's kind of um, like a very evangelical thing, Mm -hmm. but it's something that people definitely asked us, but it's not something I felt that was worthy of making a video about, but I think looking back on, it's actually really important to talk about um, our perspectives because because I think our perspectives are some of the most relatable because like we are not converts into the Catholic faith. We're cradle Catholics. So yeah, we're gonna talk about over. We're gonna talk about our testimonies. <laughs> testimony. Yes. Were you ever asked by anyone like, "Hey, give a testimony," like in person? Like, can you give your? Yes. What was your reaction? Because I'll, I could tell you mine, and it was so not. I rolled my eyes. <laughs> I think I probably did <laughs> too. It was my discipler in college and she was a Catholic convert. And so I knew she had had like, I think it was a, maybe a Baptist background. And she was like, Megan, I'm going to teach you how to share your testimony. And I was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're kind of like convert. a four or five step process. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. And I was like, no, you're not. And she was like, what is your deal? And I was like, there was no dark period in my life where I found Jesus and I was saved and my life has been glorious ever since. And she's like, that's not a testimony. And I was like, what? <laughs> Cause that's what I'd grown yeah. up hearing and being told like all yeah. these life changing Jesus saving stories. That's what a yeah. testimony was. It was like, I was in the gang. Yeah. And then I just, just someone tapped me on the shoulder and it was Jesus. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, I... Right. And those stories are good and, like, amazing and extremely life-changing. But that is not the definition 
only definition of a testimony. Testimony is literally right. a testament to Jesus in your life, which for us has been since we were born. <laughs> right. Since we were baptized. Right. Right. So. So I, yeah, I think it's important to talk about because you might be feeling like, well, nothing like there wasn't this come to Jesus moment. Like, yeah. I don't know. Is there something wrong with me? Like, am I supposed to have <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. Um, I don't really know. Actually, uh, I think it's a focus thing, Megan, because I was asked for the first time on a focus mission trip in Peru. I'm sure you were at, Megan was in Colombia when I was in Peru, literally the same weeks. Yeah, it was so and we both got we did end up on this. Yeah, we did both get sick, but you had a better experience overall, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I did. I, I still talk to like a few of the people that I went with. That's good. I think I still I'm I think I follow them on Instagram or something, but that that was a week from hell for me. <laughs> I'd never been more sick, more miserable, more hungry, more tired in my life for a straight week. <laughs> Wait, what what kind of sickness did you get? I had a fever. I was shaking. I was throwing up. I was coming off the other end. I it was all bad. And the only oh. food that I had that I wanted to eat cuz I promise you it was the food there that I ate from like a yeah. local hole in the wall restaurant, which is what got me sick. So from then on, I did not want any other food unless it was like McDonald's or processed or something that I like, quote unquote, trusted, you know? So the only food that I had in my room was a giant bag of pretzels that I'd brought with myself. So I started rationing them off like every day. Like, like okay, them five so I could have five pretzels for breakfast and then come lunchtime, I can bump it up to seven. And then at dinner again, I can have five. And it was, oh, it was awful. Wait, they didn't go and like get you granola bars or something? <sighs> no, they, the people at the missionary place made food for us. And so it was the same kind of food that the restaurants were making and serving. And I was like, I'm not eating that. I, no way in heck am I eating that. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with you. Like you're trying to serve me and you're trying to help me, but I, my body rejects everything that you're trying to feed me right now. Dang. It was, the whole situation was really bad. Yeah. I don't have a sensitive stomach, but I think it was just like, it, it must've been something I ate also. Yeah. Because like, I'm not one that just like gets sick because I'm hot or like yeah. gets sick because I hiked all day. Like right. I just am not like that. Right. It, ha- it. I literally got home like to the America, United States of America, <laughs> teared up a little and went and got tested for like parasites or something because it was so bad. Like it lasted for another week at least after the mission trip. It was so Dude, and you had bad. to travel back and you had a bus ride, didn't you? Uh-huh. We had to drive from D.C. to Alabama after we landed Ugh. it was awful who decided that was a good idea beats me the whole thing you would ask that question who decided it was a good idea who decided meg can't talk to her fiance while she's cooped up in her bedroom the whole day oh yeah who and you had to turn your phone off yeah i actually except, got in except i didn't because then the priest came in who actually married us father mike he came in and was like, have you talked to your fiance yet? And I was like, no, they told me I can't. And he was like, Megan, call your fiance. Like you are in. And that's when I was like, will you marry us? <laughs> okay. That's what came out of it is you found yeah, a place to marry you. I did. Dude. Well, what happened to me when I was in Peru? Sorry, we're totally getting off the topic. But I mean, this is kind of relative to Jesus in our lives, right? <laughs> I got sick and I was like out for two, three days. I can't remember. And, um, 
I obviously turned on my phone. I was like, I'm literally laying in bed. Like this, right. why would I not? Right. I've already prayed for seriously six hours today. Yes. In the chapel. Yep. Like I, I can take out my phone. Mm-hmm. And I texted my dad. I was like, or no, I texted someone. There was a group chat going through with work. Like when I worked okay. at a salon and I texted something and they're like, oh, how are you? And I was like, sick. And so then like, it's just small town and the, they told like my dad found out and then my dad called the people that I was like the missionary people. Oh my gosh. And we're like, my daughter's sick. Like, how come I don't know about this? That's hilarious. And then the missionary people that were like with me in Peru yeah. heard about it. And then they sat me down and were like, you were using your phone. phone? honestly though is that why they tell us to not go on our phone because I was deathly ill you were sick and like do they just not want that to be a known thing that happens on these mission trips like my discipler literally had to go to the ER on that trip because of the same thing like she had what I had but 10 times worse and was literally hospitalized in a foreign country like what the heck Yeah, and they're like, "We'll call your parents if you're if you're actually worried." I'm like, "I'm bored. I had, I had no idea that would get back to my dad. Like, right? How would I have known?" And like, so there sorry. was like seven seven signs of connection there. That was like right. not my intention. <laughs> they're like, "You can't go on your phone for the rest of it." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> yeah, I had a good time though, but I was like, I literally fundraised to be on this trip that was my thing too like I paid to be here and you're gonna tell me that while I'm on my deathbed I can't at least talk to my fiance so that I feel somewhat better and less alone and less terrible like (laughs) what and then he was like I understand Megan how this is the missionary leader I understand how you feel I miss my girlfriend very much I was like no nope two separate things two separate things here (laughs) fiance girlfriend Beyonce girlfriend like not the same we are on different routes buddy like uh-uh oh uh, that is I need to so stop talking. talking no one's gonna go on a mission trip after this <laughs> I had a good time besides the sick part besides getting in trouble and they like would go to the convenience store and pick up if people were sick pick up like Pedialyte and like granola bars and stuff like that which was they really did care for us and we had a good time but I hate hiking and I'll never go back but um I did not because we didn't I did not sign up for that mission trip I signed up for Haiti then Haiti turned into a dumpster fire and so then we couldn't go and so then we got rerouted to Peru yeah and Peru was the Haiti was working with children Right. Peru literally hiking a mountain every day. It was a mountain. I'm not kidding. And like, I sound so like, I don't know, because people actually live there and like kids do it every day. And like, that is their life. And it's very sad. Throw back to your staple diet of Pop-Tarts and goldfish. Like you weren't built for this. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. (laughs) Like I'm not a Chaco kind of gal. Oh, me neither. And so, <laughs> so yeah, not. I don't like spend much time at Dick's Sporting Goods getting <laughs> hiking gear. So I was unfamiliar in this situation. I didn't even have like like hiking shoes. People legit had like I'm gonna climb Mount Everest. You know, Mount Everest shoes. Yeah, and Mount Everest gear, and I'm like. I am literally taking a walk in a suburban neighborhood. 
So <laughs> that happened. I I got hired to take engagement or proposal photos of my of Avery's buddy and his girlfriend at the time. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm so pumped. I wore jean shorts. I put a t-shirt on and some Adidas sneakers. Like they weren't hiking shoes. Right. We get to Zion National Park and we start going up this hike. And I'm thinking, wait, how long, how, how far are we hiking? How long are we, like, where are we going? I thought we were just going to like pull off on the side of the road. Very pretty view. He's going to get down on a knee. I'm going to snap some photos. It's going to be great. It was an over six mile hike up a mountain <gasps> along cliffs i'm terrified of heights but i can't complain because i'm the secret photographer for this proposal on this trip so i can't say anything like hey i'm not gonna go any further <laughs> i'm terrified my life is at stake here six miles oh, yes Lord, have mercy. it was the worst thing in the world absolute worst thing in the world but that's just why i have to have contact with the client instead of my husband so <laughs> otherwise otherwise I would have known <laughs> Dude. okay wait wait when you come to DC I'm yeah. sure Michael will rope Avery into hiking mountains mm -hmm. and we'll go to the wineries because they're kind of right great. by each other so that's mm -hmm. perfect and so when you come out here this coming weekend or next weekend when you come out here Avery said he's going to take guys shooting and off-roading and stuff and that's when we'll go get our nails done so, oh, perfect. Yeah. It'll yep. Be so, so Megan's baby shower <laughs> is just me and her and then a bunch of guys. So, yep. It's a fourth of July shower at this point. <laughs> okay. I actually bought a really cute outfit for the shower, really? but I don't think it's like a two piece, but I don't think oh. the top is going to be there in time, which okay. I was thinking about just sending the top to your house. You but have. then I was like, then I don't get free shipping because they're two separate orders. Mm. So now I just Dang probably want to have You got to send me a picture so I know what you're wearing so then I know what to wear. Well, I don't know what I'm wearing because everything's in boxes. So maybe we'll go shopping. We'll, we'll go shopping and get our nails done. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. We need some girl time. Right now. <laughs> so testimonies. Are we even going to talk about that today? <laughs> Crap. Jesus is like, wait, I thought this was about me. why we chose the topic for podcasts that we did, where we just ramble and have conversation. Is conversate a word? I used to say it all the time. We conversate. Conversate. <laughs> Converse? Converse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just used to say, like, conversate all the time. And my mom was like, that's not a word. And I was like, I feel like it is a word. It should be a word. That's what well, I'm now it is. It's a word now, We're guys. conversating about not our testimonies. <laughs> Megan, do you want to go? Uh, sure. So, create a <laughs> I could be a little more enthusiastic about this. <laughs> sure, I'd love to. Okay, so I was a cradle Catholic, and I have an Instagram TV about this too, so I won't go into full detail on it. You can go find like a an Instagram TV totally devoted to this because I kind of we kind of rambled a little bit. But um, cradle Catholic, oldest of five, born and raised in a Catholic conservative family, traditional family. We said nighttime prayers every night. We went to church every Sunday, went to confession once a month. Like everything was just very scheduled. You did it. You didn't ask questions really. And you never really, I never really had a reason to. I loved what my life was and I loved the church and I loved the saints and I thought everything was really cool. I was homeschooled too. So that played a role into like my religious, religious education um, mm -hmm. and learning about like the history of our faith um, and not just being told to do something to do something. 
And so we were able to ask questions and get answers and things like that. Um, I don't think anything about my life and my faith really changed um, until I went to college. Um, and that's kind of where it was tested because I was no longer in this little happy bubble of a Catholic homeschool family or a Catholic high school. I went to a Catholic high school for one year and not to say that they're overall just like Catholic out the wazoo, but it was still a Catholic based education. Um, and college was the first time I'd been like really, really on my own out in the real world, not surrounded by a happy little comfortable bubble and was, it was in the South too. And so the South is not very Catholic and very much Baptist, Protestant. Hence Bible Belt. Yeah, Bible Belt. Yeah. Um, but the Catholic Church doesn't really fall under Bible Belt. And so I was, I had lots of conversations with all kinds of different denominational Christians um, about like why they believe what they believe, why I believe what I believe. And I was really forced and challenged to dig deep defend. into my faith and to defend my faith. Yeah. Um, and then when I met Avery, that just added to it because we liked each other. And so there was a little bit of like, um, I don't know, we definitely argued to the point of like yelling at each other. This was before we dated. I always recommend you do this before you date. So there's no <laughs> intimate, like romantic, wait, but I love you emotions involved. <laughs> so you can just yell at each other and it's fine. Um, and then the more that we had conversation about the faith, Oh, more. wait, side note. Avery was not Catholic, oh, everyone. Yeah. I don't know. Avery's her husband. She was, he was not Catholic prior he to was not. the engagement of them. Yeah, he wasn't. Which is, he wasn't even Catholic when we got engaged. Oh, yeah. But he was becoming Catholic at that he point. He was pretty sure he was going to, yeah. He had, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he grew up, uh, his dad was a pastor. He grew up non-denominational slash Baptist, I think. But I think he claims non-denominational. Um, and well, then, the Baptist church doesn't have like a universal church. So you could go to a Baptist church and then a block away, go to a Baptist church and they'll be completely different. different? Oh. The Baptist church depends on just whatever the pastor wants. Whoa, I did not so know that. So it's not like, like Lutheran is like a little more, structured, uh, you know, has structured, uh-huh, um, like ecumenical, um, like Anglican, like those are more structured. Yeah. I did but not Baptist, know that just depends on like what what the pastor is who the pastor is like what you know gotcha so so that my when people say they're baptist it really doesn't like it doesn't mean a whole lot in the sense of like you know what yeah church, like what teachings yeah yeah mm -hmm. okay well so non-denominational and then we started dating after we got through the argument phase and were able to just hear each other out and either agree to disagree, but more often than not, it was neither of us. It started as trying to convert each other. He thought he was going to convert me and I thought I was going to convert him. And then when we got beyond that stage and we were able to just have a genuine conversation about the differences in our faith and stuff like that, then that's when we started dating. Um, and then he I'm, has so much humility to be able to have those conversations. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. And he's, he's always been that way. Like if someone disagrees with him, he's very good at seeing both sides and being understanding. I'm, <laughs> I need to work on it more, but I think it's because of the crap I get on Instagram where I'm like, nope, you disagree with me. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I have way less patience towards it, but he's always been very good at being humble and patient and understanding. Um, and I like genuinely him in his heart alone were what converted him. Cause there's no other way 
I could have done that. Um, and you didn't go into a relationship saying, like, uh-uh. I'm going to convert him. No. And you can't exactly. expect him to change. Right. Exactly. And I, we met in June. He fell for me in June. And we didn't mm-hmm. do it until November. Um, that entire process was us arguing, me praying, me figuring out, like, what the heck do I do? This guy's perfect, but he's not Catholic. Like, what do I, what do, I do with this? Um, and then eventually I just felt like God was like, do you trust me? Like I've put him in your life. He's a very good guy. He's got every characteristic and standard you're looking for beyond, except for the Catholic faith, but he is God fearing and he's proven that to you. He's respectful. He's proven that to you. He's got all the qualities of a good godly man other than the title Catholic. Um, so do you trust me kind of thing? And I was like, okay, he's either going to teach me a lot through Avery and then we're going to break up and that's going to suck. Or, which would still be good though, because it'd be a growing period for both of us. Mm-hmm. We're both good people that would build each other up until it wouldn't work marriage wise. And then, or he will bring us to the point of marriage and Avery will never convert, but it will work out and not be an issue because of all the characteristics of Avery that make him up beyond the Catholic right. title. Um, or, He's going to convert on his own somehow. Like, so there's three options. Miracle. Right. Yeah. There's three options here. Um, and I would be really stupid and silly to not trust God on it or give Avery a chance just because he's not Catholic when everything else about him is outstanding. Um, and so, I applaud yeah. you for that because it's not for everyone. Like, it really isn't. Well, it's one of the most asked questions that I'll get is, well, how did you date someone? Like, he's... I have this great guy, but he's like not Catholic and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, you really have to look at it. Like morally, that's where it went. The conversation and like discerning whether or not to date Avery was like, okay, he knows sin is real. He knows heaven is real. He knows he believes in God. He has faced his own like selfish temptations and his own things. And he's overcome them or dealt with them. He leads me closer to God. Like all these things that I'm like, it doesn't, not that it doesn't matter if he's Catholic, because it's a huge deal, but he has proven that his faith plays into every he's a man of, God. of his life. Yeah, he's a man of God, and he does not need to have the title Catholic to be a man of God. Um, but not every guy who's not Catholic out there is a man of God. So and not everyone that is Catholic is a right, man of God. Right, that too. Um, so that's why it's not just a simple thing like, oh, just make sure he's Catholic and you'll be good. Like. <laughs> no, not there's many people that are not Catholic and may never convert, but have a deeper prayer life than yep. someone that has been baptized and yeah. you know goes to church just out of routine, right? So exactly. they are exactly, but yeah, Ben. And- but obviously, we believe that the Catholic faith is the one true faith, right? And so, obviously, we would want everyone we love to become Catholic because right. we would want the them to join us in, like, yeah, the have faith. the fullness of the sacraments, like, join us in sainthood. Right. Like that's that's what we desire. Um, but we're not going to knock someone for not being Catholic, but yet like right. having a beautiful relationship with Christ. Right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Never missed a Sunday mass, even when I was like a um, competitive athlete during high school and stuff. We always found the church wherever our tournament ended up. And always loved the sacraments, constantly learning about my faith and how to defend it. 
and now my husband's a stronger Catholic than me and answers my questions when I I don't know what's going on. (laughs) And yeah. I mean, it's just Avery's the best. Avery is the best. It literally, you you meet him and you're like, how have you not been Catholic your whole life? I know. I forget that he's a convert. I seriously do. I'm like, oh, he's like hardcore, man. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, like you're for real. Okay. <laughs> you're not a baby. <laughs> yeah. But what about you? Well, okay. So when I was asked this, um, like share your testimony, I was just like dumbfounded because I don't know. I, I, my answer was that I'm still in my testimony. Like it's okay to be living your testimony. Yeah. Yeah. Like a continual testimony. And, um, yeah, I, I, I thought that was like a cheater's way out because Mm -hmm. I didn't, like we said in the beginning before, you know, rambling started, um, that there wasn't like this come to Jesus moment. It was more like realizing after the fact of like, wow, that was Jesus. Yeah. Um, it probably was like, okay, background to my life. I am actually pretty private. Like as much as I share on social media, I'm a pretty private person. Yeah. Um, but dad was a convert from Greek Orthodox. Mother was Catholic. I was baptized Catholic. Um, we went to, you know, we were pretty involved in the church, the Catholic church, but we didn't, I was never, I didn't even know what the catechism, I never even heard the word catechism until like age, you know, 19. Yeah. So 19 or, you know, 18 or 19. Right. I had no idea what it was. I, you know, I was a competitive gymnast. If there was something on a Sunday, it would be like, okay, we'll just go to mass next Sunday. Like mass was out of routine. I had no idea that like skipping mass was a sin. Yeah. I had no idea that, like, you couldn't receive Eucharist after skipping Mass until you go to, you know, right. go to confession. I thought your confession was just something you do for your first conf- your first reconciliation, and then you just – I didn't know. I, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that it was, like, part of a routine, a sacrament that you often get, that you should get. Um, I did not know any of these things. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I – I, I look back and I'm thankful that I found all this stuff out myself because I think if it was forced right. on us, I would have been a little more resistant. But there were times where, you know, I'd be with a friend and I'd sleep over at their house and then we'd go to their church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like I would just go yeah. with their family. Yeah. It wasn't Catholic, but I didn't realize like, oh, I also had to, you know, receive right. the Eucharist. Right. Um, well, you don't have to receive the Eucharist, but go to the Mass. Right. Um, because technically you only need to receive the Eucharist twice a year. I believe so. Once or twice a year, but you have to go to mass every Sunday. Yeah. Plus holidays of obligation. So yeah, I didn't know any of these rules, any of these like, you know, technical things. My mother was the, um, coordinator for like wedding parties. So we spent a lot of time at mass, but like we would hang out in the basement. Um, we didn't, you know, like. I don't know. We just didn't go to daily mass. I didn't even know there were yeah. daily masses. And so then when I got in high school, I like, you know, dated guys. And I obviously wanted someone that was Catholic, but I never, it wasn't like a deal breaker for me because right. I didn't even really understand that. Like, I didn't know that the Catholic faith was, faith was like the one true holy Catholic faith. I thought it was just like, oh, you just were Catholic or you were born Baptist or right. you were born whatever. Right. Just like a lot of trials, like everyone has, you know. Right. But I was raised by single dad then, and 
there definitely like was not a mother figure in my life. And so um, I look back and think there are so many things that I would have never gotten through without Jesus and Mary. And I have no idea how I got through them with like such a, a wise head on my shoulders. Right. Um, and it's not just saying like, oh, she's an old soul. Like, no, right. it's all Jesus. I have no idea how, how, you know, my family even survived with like my dad worked full time and right. he has three kids. And like, it just, we, like, I have no idea how. Um, just like a lot of sacrifices and sacrificial love. But I think then once I graduated high school, I was talking to my girlfriend and I was like, honestly, like all my, like a lot of our friends go to like mega churches. They're so blessed. Like they're having such a great time. They have such a great um, community. And I didn't understand that like, no, the Catholic faith like isn't about you. Mm -hmm. Um, It's about Jesus. And so she's like, why don't we just like find a conference and like see if, cause I grew up in a church where there's only old people. I had no idea right. there were normal people. That was my whole thing. I was like, everyone that's normal is not Catholic. And I right. can't relate to anyone at my parish. I hate these youth, group, youth groups. I just want to sit in a corner and like hum to myself because it's more <laughs> fun than playing this stupid game in a circle around this fire pit. Okay? No, it's true. And yeah. And so I just Googled like young adult conference and my girlfriend and I bought it. Jordan, we bought a ticket Yay! like literally three weeks later to go to Houston and yeah. just like went to Houston. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's normal people. This was an adore ministry conference and it was beautiful. I saw like, I didn't even know who father Mike was and he was there. And I was yeah. like, he was standing next to me at the, like so many times and I didn't even say anything. <laughs> I didn't realize like, he was father Mike. Um, but there was just so many things like that. And I was like, they're like the normal people that exist thing helped me so much because I thought yeah. I was alone. I did yeah. not know that, like, I just had no one to relate to. There was, I always looked for someone like a woman that was into beauty and fashion that was also saving yep. herself for marriage. I never found that. That was something that I always just wanted because I just wanted affirmation that like I could do that and be right. that person that I desired to be and still be. But it's hard, <laughs> right? But it's hard to do that when you don't have a role model. Mm-hmm. And I could admire people in different ways, but there wasn't one person that encompassed everything that I desired to be. Right? No, I totally. And so I think through through changing my fashion blog into a faith and fashion blog that helped me grow so much because that was like, I'm stepping up to be the person that I always wanted. Right. And so that is like my whole purpose through Instagram and stuff is to be the affirmation to, to women that had no idea, had just had no idea that there was someone out there that they could relate to or that enjoyed, you know, these things, I guess normal that could talk about normal life things and still be super devoutly Catholic. Yeah. It's not one yeah. way or the highway. It's not one box. It's not. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. Length skirt. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> one ankle length skirt at a time. Yeah. You don't have to fit into this Catholic box. And I thought that the box was the only route. Right. And, and if so, you didn't, if you weren't in the box, then shame on you. You've got some growth to do. You're not holy. Right. 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 And so I just really wanted to break that stereotype because no one else, I, I, I was unaware of anyone else doing that. Right. And I didn't have it in my own life. I, I just remember looking for it on social media, mm-hmm. looking for it on Google, like normal, fashionable, Catholic, or like something like that. Yeah. I looked for, for like, I just remember one night I was up just scrolling for five hours looking through the hashtag Catholic. Like I just wanted yeah. to find someone. 
And so I was like, fine, I'm going to be her. I'm going to be her. I'm going to like, all right, screw it. (laughs) Seriously. So that's kind of my testimony as far as, you know, how it came to be. And obviously there's a lot more to that, my whole life to that. But I think I can say that I'm definitely in my testimony because I'm still, you know, learning what forgiveness looks like and learning what my devotion, you know, learning the best way to communicate with Jesus is for me and learning, you know, what the best route of discipline is for me. And I think, I mean, I don't know if I'll ever come to, a, I hope I never come to a point where I think my testimony is over because right. I like, love oh, like, good. wrapped it up. Here we go. Now I can share it in, it in a box. Room. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I never want it to be over because I love being able to continually learn stuff and look back and think, how did I not realize that was, you know, Jesus's hand? And now I look, just look back in awe. Yeah. And I never want that to end because I'm just like so in love with Jesus and I want him to keep surprising me. <laughs> Such a romantic. Okay. <laughs> we we got to, we gotta, we're moving on and we're moving on. Because the week. I got seven minutes. Maybe we got this. Maybe like, maybe 10. We could maybe do 10. Okay, we're doing 10. The vet whip in. Ladies, we are doing 10. You have 10 more minutes in your road trip to listen to us. Okay. (laughs) Countdown now. (laughs) Hater Um, of the week? Do we have one? I had one. I had a hater. Mm. I think I sent you the screenshot. It was like a random girl. She looked very sweet. She had her profile picture was of her and her husband. And she literally said, you are a piece of trash. F you. Oh, no. She said, go F yourself. And I was like... I was like, thank you. You look so sweet. What's wrong? Like, <laughs> I didn't say that. I think I said, day. I, I think I said like, mm, that was so classy, comma, Amy, or whatever like yeah. her name was. I was like, okay, that was like so uncalled for. And then she sent me a GIF and it was like, or GIF, however, G-I-F, yeah. however you say it. And it was like a rat in a dumpster <laughs> and then with the word Trump on it. And I was like, because that's funny. Like yeah. the joke does not even make sense. It looks like you literally went on Canva and made the GIF yourself. Like, goodbye. <laughs> so. Well, I don't understand. You haven't said anything about Trump lately. No. Ever. Because I don't know if you've ever really said anything about Trump. I said a few things, but like, obviously I'm conservative and obviously I'm going to vote for a pro-life, pro-life president. president. So. And like, I haven't had time to freaking talk politics at or anything at all on my Instagram. I, I have had time and I have chosen to not use that time to do that. So it's okay. <laughs> my emphasis will just be on you need to vote pro-life. But um, so yeah, I don't know. I was like, that was uncalled for. Yeah, a rude. Sally. Okay. Karen. Freaking rude. <laughs> She's like a Karen in the making. Yeah, I always say Sharon because my mother-in-law's name is Karen, so now I feel bad when I say oh, Sharon. Oh, 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 but Sharon. Sharon. Yeah, it's always a Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> but our lover of the week, Kat, she gave us the sweetest voicemail. It was literally was two so minutes. Of, it was so cute. I sent it to Megan. Of straight affirmation, literally. just affirming our joy. She's like, you guys are just so joyful. It, it was just so sweet. Like, swoops meet it was so sweet cat that made my morning because i listened to the voicemails right before we, re- we record and it was that's just very so cute. cute i'm a words person so i was like oh that's so nice <laughs> anyways moving on to our voicemails let's hear from sarah hey ladies so this is sarah um i have a kind of nest heck no and heck yes moment 
yesterday. It, well, it happened yesterday. And um, so those of you who like to shop at Trader Joe's will probably understand this, but they are, you know, they're efficient backpackers. They know how to really get everything into just a few bags, if that. So that generally means that they stuff it pretty well, right? Um, but they double bag, and they, and they double bag thinking that that will solve the problem of the weight that is inside the bag. And, again, I'm sure many of you can relate. But the problem is the double bagging might help all of the, the, the groceries from falling out the bottom, but it does absolutely nothing for the handles. So my techno moment is when walking the decent distance between my parking spot and my apartment, trying to carry these bags in one trip with heavy bags, and the handles break. And I'm like, are you heckin' kidding me right now? Because, yes, double bagging might keep them from falling off the bottom, but it does absolutely nothing to help the weight be held by those handles. It doesn't work. So, anyway, that was my heck no moment. Okay, Sarah, that's the most relatable thing ever, and I think Cece actually has a Trader Joe's story that similarly relates to you. <laughs> okay, Sarah, I understand you had to do that underscoop technique. Sometimes you have to do that if it's a little heavy. You can never trust those handles. So I was, I was walking. So in LA, I can walk to um, a Trader Joe's. So I did. And, you know, Trader Joe's, you just get you just get out of control. You don't realize how much you are really buying because everything, it's just easy to, to do that swipe again, that swipe technique, put it in the little cart and then keep walking around and, mm -hmm. and continue to get all the goods. So you check out and you have two big bags and you're like, I don't know how I'm going to walk two miles with this. So, you know, you see people around using those bird scooters, whatever. I, I have the Lyft app, apparently. Like, there's this Lyft scooter. I've never used one before. So I get to one. I spend, I don't know, 10 minutes trying to figure out how to work it. Then, because I'm, like, close to a college campus, I, I see people do this. And I, I put the bags on the scooter handles. And I'm like, okay, this, this will be fine. I'm just going to – this seems sturdy enough. So I start, <laughs> I start going and, like – pushing the scooter to get it going and I'm like oh my gosh it's not working and there's like so many cool kids around me I'm like <laughs> they're penny boards and like log boards I'm like I'm just gonna push the scooter to make it look like I'm going because it is so awkward that is not working right now but I know people just watch me spend 10 minutes trying to figure out how to work it and then I committed <laughs> I committed to the scooter now the scooter isn't working so now I freaking have to push the scooter and make it look like I would like push it a few times with all my power and then like ride Glide. it Glide. <laughs> I would glide for like three seconds and just do a little push again. <laughs> so I realized that I was like on a part of the campus that scooters apparently don't work. You have to get off the campus for them. It was like a no scooter zone. So they literally disconnect oh my the gosh. scooter. So anyways, all of a sudden I'm pushing and it goes, vroom. And like, <laughs> You're out of the no scooter zone starts going fast and so I'm scootering I'm like okay I can't really turn where I regularly would turn because I'd have to go cross traffic so I turn a little sooner don't not familiar with my neighborhood at all because I don't walk around because it's ghetto 
And so I scoot. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go on this sidewalk here. It's a little thin sidewalk. I'm going on the sidewalk. I'm like, it's pretty rockety. Like this is (laughs) all of a sudden I go over this giant bump. Like the tree literally broke the road because the tree just decided to grow in the middle of or grow in the middle of the sidewalk. I go over and like, I I just need to bend my knees. It's like water skiing. You bend your knees. The bags go flying, Megan. It's like water ski. Oh, yeah. I just water ski with my groceries occasionally. It'll be the same thing. Megan, the kombucha (laughs) flew. It broke. The eggs, everything was just destroyed. The bags had holes in the bottom. So I pretty much gathered what I could. Parked the scooter right there. We didn't even know how to turn the scooter off, so I got charged like an extra ten dollars until I got home because it said it was charged by time or whatever. Oh and I had to, you know, Sarah, I had to do that under scoop technique. I had to hold the bags from underneath then, um, and really commit commit to that. So, yeah, heck no to um, Trader Joe's and scootering. Yep. Yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, moving on to Morgan. Hey, this is Morgan. I'm from just north of Atlanta, and do I have a story for you? So, heck no to my boyfriend's gross stories. So, he was out in public, I think, before the whole quarantine thing started, and he saw a dad and his son walking around in public, and the son apparently had a booger or something caught up his nose. And what the dad did is the grossest thing I've heard in my life. The dad stuck his mouth on the boy's nostril and sucked the booger out of his nose. I've had nobody I could share that with for the past couple months. It's the grossest thing ever. Have fun laughing about this one. Thanks, guys. That's literally so disgusting. (laughs) I about threw up in my mouth. What even, like, (laughs) makes... What there's no connection of logic there. Like his brain left his body and visited China for those five seconds that he did that. I'm literally like, gonna throw. I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up because I keep thinking about it. I keep thinking about seeing that happen. I'm visualizing it. Yes, I'm visualizing it, and that is. <clears throat> you know what? I wish we had this on video. No, I'm glad we don't. No, I'm, I'm okay with the fact that we don't. <laughs> I'm going to find a video of it and then put it on our Instagram. <laughs> Dude, That is Morgan. not a parenting hack that I'm going to pick up on. <laughs> it's disgusting. Use that for baby. Oh, my gosh. Nasty. Okay, Morgan, that was hilarious. Thank you. Um, Gracie called. I just want to recap this. She was – her heck no was how she – or her heck yes, she was, like, going to a cottage um, for a few weeks. And then she was like, but heck no – to walking in the bathroom and your grandma randomly sleeping in the tub and getting scared but also more of a heck no to almost getting scammed by a company and I was like whoa 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 (laughs) like you can't just gloss over the fact that your grandma was randomly sleeping in the bathtub like (laughs) by a scam company that's what you're more worried about the scam company 
Your like, grandma like, was randomly sleeping in the bathtub, Gracie. Why was she doing that? Like, I need to know more. Like, right. why was she? <laughs> why was she in the bathtub? Like, does cool. she? Does she not remember where she was? Was there a tornado? Is it more <laughs> comfortable? Did you take her bed? Like, I I need to know. I need to know. So, so Gracie, let us know why the actual heck your grandma was sleeping in the tub. And I need to know how big this tub was and how big she is. Oh, gosh. Anyway, shout out and thanks for calling to Alex, who had a bird attack her head. Christina, who's traveling by herself, got an Airbnb just because she's a girl boss. Um, Mara for catching those Goodwill steals and Megan and Mary for calling in. Seriously, thank you so much. We had a lot of DMs about people who could do some jingles for us. I just haven't had time to get to those, but I hope to get to those this week. But please leave us your heck no and heck yes moments at 312-775-2615. If you just have a heck no moment or just a heck yes moment, let us know. Give us a call. Leave us your name. Leave us your location. And we can't <laughs> we wait to listen to you. <laughs> and we will find you and show up at your doorstep. Thank you. <laughs> And we wanted to do some advice today because we had a lot of girls DM about boy issues. We just don't have time. So we will roll that over to next week. But seriously, thank you for always being in our DMs, always listening, rating, and reviewing. We love reading your reviews. So shout out to those ladies. I think we have 150 ratings on Apple. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. awesome. I know. Share this with your friends. Share it with your friends that you haven't seen in a long time, miss hanging out with, and you'll feel like you're hanging out together. You're going to have the same inside jokes as us, same inside jokes as the dangers and hackers. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's sticking. (laughs) It probably will stick, sadly, but it's so us. (laughs) But we love you guys. And yeah, ring our hotline, 312-775-2615. And we'll catch you next Friday. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.